scandalous, but she's also fabulous. Scandalous. 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 If you don't know, now you fucking know. Scandalous. Notorious. She's so scandalous. Now. Healing from the UK, and I can feel her attitude from here in Texas. And her beauty only makes me want to know more. Welcome to the Scandalous Podcast. Jordan Bone, new blonde obsession of mine, Playboy Centerfold model, um, warrior woman coaching, helping us turn self-doubt to radical self-love, and handicapped beauty and lifestyle ambassador. I'm I'm exhausted. I'm tired just from <laughs> reading that. You do everything. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I am so excited to be talking to you. So first things first, I know you posted about it and I watched it yesterday. Let's talk the Pamela Anderson documentary on Netflix. I'm very glam. You're very glam as well. I mean, I feel it, but maybe you feel it even more being the blonde that you are and just having all that sultriness inside of you. What did you feel and what were you excited about when you watched the documentary on Netflix? I was just excited to hear her story in general because she is seen as such an icon and just seen for how beautiful she is and all of that. But there's so much more to her and there's so much more for her to say. And it seems like she's waited so long that it's just amazing for her to speak her truth. And, you know, I feel that she's so poetic as well. Like she's, well, I know her book's coming out. I literally just got it today, actually. Um, And it's like, okay, she's an artist. She's not just this blonde bombshell. She's way more than that. And I love it. And I think her sharing her story is like literally her taking her power back. And I think that's so important as a woman to just share your truth and be authentically you. So I think it's like amazing. And I think she's so beautiful and amazing. And I feel like she has been so exploited most of her career and it's been so upsetting. And I had to stop watching the Pam and Tommy thing on FX. Like I just couldn't finish it because it was so bad and it was so unfair and it was so sexist and like no one would ever get away with what happened to her now. And it's just like so upsetting. And exactly like you said, just the fact that she gets to tell her story finally Mm. in her own voice, she finally gets like a say in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Finally, it feels so good to like finally give it to her. It really does. And it just shows that, you know, things slowly do change and it's so important that you know, people do stick up to themselves and say what they need to say. Not that it matters to anyone else. She doesn't owe it to anyone. We, none of us owe anything to anybody, but sometimes it's just nice to like get rid of that energy and just let it out. And I feel like that was probably really important for her to just uh, let it escape her like that. <laughs> Absolutely. And we, we get to celebrate her. It's so fun. Exactly. It's like such a, such a moment for her. I love mm-hmm. it. So I happen upon you on Instagram, like most of the wonderful things in life these days. And I was transfixed and taken. I love your style. I love your attitude. I love your message, your poetry, all of it. Even love your lingerie. We're going to cover it all, but let's start from the beginning. You often post photos of yourself as a younger girl growing up and blossoming into the woman you are now. How has your relationship with yourself and your inner monologue changed over the years? Wow. That's a great question. <laughs> um, so when I was, I might as well tell the story about like what happened to me when I was younger, because I think that will set up for all of the questions. <laughs> so when I was um, 15 years old, 
I had a car accident, um, which was devastating. I literally thought I was going to die in this car accident. Um, and I can go more into that at some point, but, um, in that time, it was like my whole life changed by having this one car accident. I literally never got in cars with boys. I was quite a good girl. I was like, just in my own little world. And I got in a car and then this car accident happened and I went into a ditch, broke my neck and then was instantly paralyzed from the chest down. So that completely changed my life. And now I'm a wheelchair user and a quadriplegic. So a couple of years after my accident, I got so depressed and there was, it was like, I wanted my life to be over even though in the accident, I was like fighting to keep myself here. I was like singing to keep myself alive. There was a whole thing. And um, it's, it felt like I lost my identity. I couldn't show up in the world how I wanted to. I couldn't wear the clothes that I wanted to. I couldn't even do my own makeup at some points. And I was like, who am I now? I still want to be Jordan, but this doesn't feel like Jordan because I'm not being able to do the things I love and show up how I want to. But then over time and the depths of the depression and the darkness and all the like inner turmoil, I started to see another way. And I saw like another way by meditating. And yeah, and with that, it um, changed my whole life. And I then started to think, I can still have a freaking amazing life. I've just got to do it differently. And I've got to experiment and adapt. So that's what I did. And so going back to your question, it's like, I've just grown through trying things and I've just become who I am from when I was younger. Like for me, it's just by adapting and putting myself out there. Um, I kind of went off a bit of a tangent there. No, that was wonderful. I'm like, yes, yes. Give me all of it. And that is so powerful. And that's so exciting. I also am, I live in Austin, Texas. We're very woo-woo here. I always say it's very funny, but, um, I went through like some of the weirdest, saddest kind of years of my life. I would say like past couple of years, but I'm completely out of it now. And I would say like one of them was a breakup, like doesn't compare to what you went through at all. But I remember the first time at meditation and something just like mind over matter, like actually working for me. And I was walking down the street, listening to Alanis Morissette crying like a girl, Mm -hmm. you know, like we all do like such a girl story. I love it. And I remember thinking to myself, I wish I'm like, wouldn't it be great if I could just be here and not be like so fucking sad. And I would just like, I would be so, it would be such a relief to like, not have to be so sad. And Mm -hmm. then I like, it dawned upon me. I was like, oh, what if I just chose to not be sad anymore? Mm. And it was, you know, and that doesn't work for everyone, but it was the first time I ever had the realization. I was like, oh, well, I could choose to just, and it worked for me in the moment, but just like choose to Mm -hmm. just stop right now. And like, I was walking down the street and it's a street right here. And I decided to like walk, walk across the street and I was going to like let go of the sadness by the time I walked over the street and it really worked for me. And it really worked for me in that moment. It was the first time I remember like meditation and like mindfulness, like really working for me in a really powerful way. So yeah, it's another reason why I'm like so excited to be talking to you. That's like divine guidance. Like there was just something in you that shifted. And I think sometimes we have to go through that darkness to then feel 
the, you know, the good, you know, when we start to realize how rare it is that we're even on this planet, our mindset can even shift. And I think we shouldn't ever ignore feelings. And, but, you know, after some time, it is good to like think, okay, what can I do now to help myself? Because it's just getting darker and I want to see some light now because this life is so rare, like I said, and it's short. We might as well embrace all we have. Absolutely. I was able to help a girlfriend recently. She has been like in and out of it and she's been going through it for like the past year and a half. And it just like with a guy, you know, and it's just like all encompassing, so sad and so miserable. And like, it's been so hard for her to get out of it. And I was talking to her recently and she's like, I just don't have any spark. I have no joy. I have, you know, I've just really like lost like my joy in life. And it's just all because she obsessed, you know, and it's a loop that she wasn't able to get out of. And I was like, okay, well, this sucks. So we're not staying here. Mm-hmm. So this is awful. So we're not staying here. What are we going to do differently? And she wants to be a DJ. So I was like, great, find a DJ. So she's like interning with a DJ and she wants to, she's super interested in photography. So she's going to sign up for a photography class. But it's so powerful to be like, this sucks. If this sucks, don't stay here. Exactly. I love that. And, you know, that's the thing. People can, we can, we can all dwell in that sadness. And that's when we have to look at what do we, what would we love to do? What would we love to try? And I think sometimes as adults as well, we kind of forget to follow those passions. So I think it's so important to still go for those passions and do the things that you really want to do. Because sometimes people can think, oh, I won't be able to do that. It's like, get out there and you can, we can be whatever we want if we choose to. Absolutely. And our jobs don't define us either. Like you can still go off and do a million things. Like she's an architect, like she can, you know, be a DJ architect, you know? So yeah, like even like I'm a social media manager, but I had a dream about a movie the other day and it was like, and I dreamed it like a full movie script. So I'm like, I'm going to make that damn movie. Yes. I love that. You know, but it's just like, I think a lot of people really don't know. I think I kind of noticed it Saturday. I was talking to like a a massive group of friends and like, we're all at the same bar. And it was like, we're silly, like running up to you, running up to you, running up to you. And I was asking like a lot of people like, Hey, what are you up to? What's going on? Like what's in, what's going on in your life? And everyone just said, you know, Oh, you know, doing the same thing, just, you know, my job, which is great if you want to do that. But Mm -hmm. I think there is something to kind of feeling stuff like, oh, this is what I do for a living. So this is like all I do. Mm. So it's just something I've been thinking about like Mm -hmm. the past three, four days. So just wanted to talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think we also have hobbies and passions and things that, you know, we're here to create as well. Like be creative. And that's, I love creating everything. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) I'm like, what do I do? I have all these things that I do. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just me. <laughs> well, obviously, so you say creative and I just see all of your beautiful tattoos. Like, <laughs> I think I've already said transfix, transfix. <laughs> Can you talk about your tattoos and your art? I have, so, oh, I mean, I have a lot. This one is I like, so I talk about all of them. I love them. <laughs> like, this is my like universe vibe arm. Um, so at the bottom, there's like, it's supposed to be like representation of, it's not supposed to be me, but like a girl looking through these sunglasses, seeing palm trees, like Hollywood stars in the rise kind of like vibe 
we go up and then it's like the guardian angel protecting her, making all her manifestations come true. So, and then I have 444 because I love an angel number and I honestly see it constantly. So I was like, I need it tattooed. It's a sign. Um, I have, I have a lot. I mean, I have a, a mermaid, but she's pretty dodgy because <laughs> you're like, maybe I'm a bit like a mermaid. I can't walk. It's fine. <laughs> Siren. <laughs> that's hilarious that is such a that's so funny a mermaid tattoo because you can't walk that is like funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life that is so cute and so funny yeah I mean they're still glamorous and you know yes. and a bit aerial vibe uh like oh wow I have I love what the quote I have here it's like I am the master of my fate the captain of my soul I love that quote so much um because truly we're guiding ourselves along on this journey and we can take different paths and depending on what one we take, it's like different outcomes, right? And it's like, we decide what happens, but we, if we follow our heart, I think we're guided more to the places that are most aligned for us. Absolutely. So what is the 444? It's like your angels are surrounding you okay. and like they're all protecting you. You're being surrounded by so many angels and just, yeah, I think like protection and support. And and it's also for me, things like, like this, like, you know, like a reminder that I'm not alone. I have like angels supporting me and, but also I support me. And I, you know, I love reading like Oracle cards. I love looking for signs. I love all of that. It's all of like, I'm into it all. Um, but really all that inner guidance and all that, knowing is within us anyway it's like if we have intuition about something 99% of the time we're right so it's like a reminder to also trust your own compass and feelings absolutely for sure I got super so I'm super empath and I'm pretty damn psychic myself so I really got into tarot excuse me tarot cards like oracle cards like years ago um and I went through like this thing with a guy and I had to take a break from tarot for a while because it was making me crazy. And I like did have like the angel numbers and I, that was like a big part of like my healing process for sure. But then it was also like making me a little crazy, like, cause I got a little super obsessed with it, which is funny. So I'm kind of on a break from it now, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know, we're on a podcast just talking about like my funny experience, but it was just funny to me talking about like self-reliance. Like I just need to take a break because I got like super obsessed with it mm-hmm. and I focused on it a little bit too much. And I think there's power in like what you said about being self-reliant mm-hmm. and also being able to have that power within yourself. Yeah. So that's kind of what I picked up on. So were you kind of like looking at the cards and then sort of thinking, oh, this is going to happen. So then you're waiting for it to kind of happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Well, I was with like this super, you know, anxious attached, anxious avoidant, uh, twin flame that all that good stuff, like, Oh, you know, um, he loves you. He loves you, you know, treats you bad, but then, you know, like, you know, slaps your hand, but then like once you stay and, but then like my favorite tarot people on YouTube would be like, Okay, so he's just, just like is really in love with you and blah blah, blah. and you know there's gonna be like a really big breakthrough in like a week blah, blah, blah. and I think it like 
kept me keeping on to something that was completely insane mm-hmm. for a lot longer than I should have because it's like, oh, we're meant to be. Oh yeah. And there are good, like I believe in everything as well, like in very esoteric. Um, but I kind of think I was being messed with by like forces that were not for me. Mm-hmm. So there's like good and bad and everything. And mm-hmm. I'm very like Catholic in a sense of like God and God is real. Satan is real. And like, I have had, um, kind of negative spiritual attachments before in my life. Mm-hmm. And I think there was like something interfering, like with that through that going, that was kind of like messing me up and like, not for my higher good. Yeah. So that's why, you know, there's yin and yang, there's good and bad, everything. Yeah. I I think there was like something weird with that. I was like, Satan's messing with me. No more. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. And I just threw like, I had two decks that I would read off of like religiously. Mm -hmm. And if I like go back to it, I'll buy new decks because, you know, if there's bad energy attached to something, get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I got rid of those cards. So like if I get a new deck, it'll be like new experience. None of that bad energy. So <laughs> <What's> <laughs> horoscope? I'm a Pisces. Okay. Um, and I'm the high priestess in the tarot sense. Mm-hmm. What are you? Scorpio. Oh, Yeah. Oh, there you go. I Pisces and Scorpios love yeah. each other. Yes. We're very <laughs> emotional. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, do you pay attention to like what your, uh, I forget, like the high priest is like what your representative of and that? I don't, I don't know what mine is from the tarot deck. No, I don't know. Okay. I, I feel like Scorpio would be death. Well, yeah. And most people know, don't know that. And wouldn't automatically know that death is yeah. the best card ever. <laughs> yeah, it's the end, just the end of something. Something new could be coming in. Yeah, and like something has to die for something better to come through. Absolutely. So death is the best part, best yeah. part ever. <laughs> um, so talk about a tangent. Uh, I know. <laughs> tangent lady over here. Well, um, from such a deep, um, you know, from our soul conversation. Um, <laughs> just going to be basic and just talk about where you're from. Um, Love your accent. I want to know where you're from, what it was like for you growing up. Yeah. So I'm from um, a town in the UK called Kings Lynn. It's in Norfolk. You probably wouldn't have heard of it. Um, It's like an hour away from like Cambridge. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere in a way. (laughs) And um, I grew up here and I like it sometimes, but, you know, I feel like I should be somewhere else at times as well. I don't feel like this is my soul home. I feel like places like when I go to California, for example, I'm like, this feels like home and I don't know why. So I feel like maybe I had a past life there. Um, But yeah, I grew up here and I just do everything from here really. And I go to London quite a lot too. So yeah, I love your accent. To me, you have an accent. I'm like, my accent is so boring. It's so fun. I, yeah, I am from Texas. Apparently, um, everyone thinks I'm from up North. So apparently it's not a Texas accent. So whatever I am, who knows? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I saw in your, uh, Insta story questions that your dream place to live would be Malibu. Yes. Yeah. 
It's such, oh, it's so beautiful. I've been there a few times and every time I go, I'm just like, the ocean is so pretty and it's so warm. It's just, you never know, manifesting it. I'm just seeing it in my mind. Absolutely. You got those sunglasses with the palm trees. Exactly. She's there. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Um, So a lot of people follow you because they see, um, you know, just strength and beauty all encompassed. Let's talk about the Playboy Centerfold opportunity, what it is, how it came to be, and all of that stuff. So um, a few months ago, I entered a competition through Playboy, which was to be the face of their new lingerie uh, campaign. But you had to, like, vote. So I had to ask my followers to vote and then my friends to vote and things like that. Unfortunately, I didn't get through to, like, the rounds where you see the judges. I think that was, like, yesterday, actually. Um, but Playboy reached out to me in the meantime, we're like, we'd love it if you joined Centerfold, like became a Centerfold and joined our platform. And I was a little bit like, maybe let me think about it. And then I was like, do you know what? Just do it. So many people in the past have only asked me for OnlyFans and I just didn't feel aligned to it. And I was like, you know what, Playboy, that's a great way to, you know, I love sharing lingerie pictures. I feel like as a disabled woman, it's not seen enough. So I thought, you know, if people are already asking to like go to an OnlyFans, they're going to want this as well, like instead. So I was like, let's do it. So I applied because you have to apply to be on the platform. And I was like accepted. And yeah, this was only a month ago that I started, literally a month ago today. And um, I've been loving it. It's so empowering. And it's like, I can just share whatever I want to share and connect with people who are kind of like, supporting me that I'm being so empowered and it's it's all through choice and I'm sharing exactly what I want to share so it's like I'm in creative control and hopefully it means I'll get to do more work with brands like Playboy. Hopping in real quick guys I've recently partnered up with rockabilia.com to give you guys a discount code on their merch site it's code scandalous for 15% off they're the biggest merch store online so if you're looking for something this is where you want to look and you can search alphabetically which makes it super quick to find what you're looking for their merch is all officially licensed manufactured and based in the USA but they ship internationally no problem and I've seen the prices on the site Gorgeous band tees, Metallica, Iron Maiden, Deftones, Fleetwood Mac, Cannibal Corpse, tons more. Incredible, super high quality shirts, most all at price points around 20, 30 bucks with home decor, accessories, even merch for kiddos. A lot more affordable than what we're paying at the merch booth, to be totally honest. Again, code SCANDALOUS for 15% off. That's S-C-A-N-D-A-L-O-U-S at rockabilia.com which would be amazing. I mean, speaking of Pamela Anderson earlier, it's like, there we go. <laughs> Inspo. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, there's, uh, this is a funny, like, you know, we're mainly a music podcast, but I just yeah. talk to whoever I want, whenever I want. Mm-hmm. But they're, uh, they're two of like the most beautiful, sexy, gorgeous, hot women you've ever seen in your entire life. It's a very funny name, but they're called Butcher Babies and they scream and do metal and stuff like that. But they met at the Playboy offices. So oh. that's like how they got connected. They're like, you know, these like hard screaming, like hot metal chicks, but they mm-hmm. met like through Playboy. So it's mm-hmm. a very fun story. And yeah, yeah, I just think Playboy is wonderful. I've got a very extensive, extensive uh, Playboy vintage collection 
I've always been a big fan of the brand. So <laughs> just seeing that, I was like, oh my God, I love it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, the other day I was like, I need some old Playboy magazines for like the um, taking yeah. some photos and like getting some inspo pic, like looking at it was so amazing because I'm just like this is so cool because it's I love the retro vibe of it because obviously it's from the 80s the ones I have but I just got them off like Facebook marketplace I was like like typing in and this man sent them to me and I was like I hope they're like yeah you never know oh, I know but um yeah I've it feels good and I think you know to have that self-confidence where it's so natural for me to be like, here's me in my lingerie or here's me without it. Or um, however I want to show up, it it shows to me like my own growth in terms of like, maybe I would want to hide away when I was younger because I was like, oh, I'm not now who I thought I was going to be, you know, by being paralyzed. So it's such a nice feeling to think, I really don't care what people think. If they think anything negative, um, I only care if like someone wants to be supportive in my life. So it's uh it's a nice feeling to kind of let go of all of those judgments absolutely and your outfits and your lingerie I mean let's talk the like gator black gator print outfit where did you get that oh my god I've had that for so long I don't even stunning. know I stunning just, love it stunning love, I just love shiny black leather mm. <laughs> And the sound, oh, it's just so, it's such, oh, I love it. I love anything kind of like leather, even though well, mostly vegan leather. Yeah. But, um, I just love it. And I just feel like, I would say probably my most like sexiest in things like that, you know, it feels like most more me in those, I was, or in, in me and my persona of, yeah, I'm sassy now. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is what I wanted to talk to you about for women you know, going through like a lull, not feeling sexy or not feeling as desirable as they want to present themselves. Like what makes you feel sexy and what makes you want to create content? You're like, oh, I'm in the mood. Oh, I'm thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this laundry. Like what makes you feel really sexy when you go to create content? Well, one is getting some really nice lingerie. Like, but that would feel like me. Like, don't just think, oh, she's wearing it. So I'm going to get that one. Like, look what's, what you think is going to look great on you. And I like putting all my makeup on, doing my hair, getting it, getting it on, putting some music on because music is everything, right? As you know, Absolutely. and getting into the, I'd literally like, it's getting the vibe. Like just put, I music makes such a difference. Like if it was sad music or something and I was trying to feel in my best confident vibe with my lingerie, it would be just a bit, no energy, but you need the energy. So I think it's just finding something that works well for you. You just, Like right now, I feel like I've got goals for me within my fitness. Like I feel like there's, I'm not in the best shape that I want to be in, but I don't think it's like, you should always, you shouldn't always have to wait Till you get to that point because even if you get to that point you'll still then think there's more to improve so it's like you know some people might be listening or watching and thinking well I'll do that when it's like no take the pictures now or just not even take the pictures but just embrace yourself as you are now because now is all you have 
And one day you'll look back even at that time and think, oh, why didn't I appreciate myself then? Absolutely. Our bodies can be celebrated. Like our bodies carry us through this life and let us live this life. And although mine is, you know, somewhat broken, it's like every day it fights for me to be here and I'm going to make the most of it and use it in the way that I can to honor it. And we all have insecurities, but it doesn't mean that we can't be confident because everything, the most beautiful woman on the planet will have an insecurity. And that's just because she's human. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, also having like really positive supportive people in your life is awesome too. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, but I'm very curvy, like big boobs, big butt, you know, I just look very different than most of my friends. And I recently like changed friend groups and it was so powerful going from like one friend group to another. Mm-hmm. And like my old friend group, like really didn't value my body type very much. And it was a huge, 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 huge difference mm-hmm. going to my new friend group. And they were all like way, way, way thinner and like, you know, way smaller, like to be totally honest and the other girls I was hanging out with and they just never saw my body as like being different than theirs. And the way that, you know, women, we always have insecurities like, Oh, I don't like this. So I don't like that. And just their mindset and their positivity was so much better. Mm. And anything I talked about, they were like, okay, well, that's fine. If you feel that way, I just don't see you that way. Mm -hmm. And it's so powerful to have people you know, the ones that are like in your airline, the ones, you know, you're going to hear what they have to say that mm-hmm. you're surrounding yourself with people who are supportive in that way and people who don't talk negatively. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's and really important. It is. And, you know, some people may feel that they're alone or that people don't understand them, who they are around. It's like, that's when you like want to be encouraged to find your people and sometimes we might find our people online even. So it's like, if you feel that you can't do certain things because you feel judged or you just don't feel that you can be yourself, like find your people online and even follow people that inspire you to be yourself. Because that's so important because we, we all deserve to be who exactly, exactly who we are. And it's very funny you say that because I feel so inspired when I look at your profile. <laughs> it's so exciting and just very much my style and very inspiring. And I would kind of like to get into modeling myself and looking at your profile is like everything. I'm like, that's exactly what I want. And like kind of when I ever thought about doing it, I look at yours and I'm like, yeah, that's like all I ever wanted to do. Like to be totally honest, like give a girl a compliment. Why not? Looking at your profile. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do that. I love that. Uh Uh-huh. I love all of it. So it's done. You're doing it. There we go. Oh, man. Oh, we're manifesting. We're talking about it. We're putting it out into the universe. Happening. I love it. Yeah. To be totally honest, I look at your profile and I'm like, I can do that. I want to do that. I like that. Yeah. We're manifesting. We can literally all be whoever we want to be if we choose. It's just a choice and self-belief and uh, not holding ourselves back because we can hold ourselves back a lot through fear of judgment, through just people's opinions, like just, you know, people's DMs on Instagram, like people, everyone wants to judge and it's only a reflection of them. And it's always just because someone might have an insecurity themselves or it's triggered someone. And it's like, 
remember it's not about you. If something feels like, oh, I really want to try this or do this or go for this, and you keep thinking about it, just do it because it's always you're always going to have that yearning of what if. And it's like, you know, I might do one thing for a little while. I might, I'll try something new another time. Like I'm always trying new things. And I think that's how we discover who we truly are and become the most us that we can be, like authentic. Absolutely. Well, I talked about one thing I want to manifest and told you the truth. I was like, I love your stuff so much. Um, what would you like to come true for you in 2023? You're starting the year out strong. <laughs> strong start. Are there any other goals that you like really want to come true in 2023? I have a lot of goals. I don't really like sharing too many because I feel like gotcha. energy can go towards you in, in a way. Oh, totally. But I would say a goal is to be able to grow through my channels um, with that kind of making some sort of change within the disabled community. So I want to, I would love to be like on a runway, like how freaking epic would that be? So something like that would be so cool. And because I'm doing this for like a bigger purpose too. So for me, all of this is for representation. I want to get to a point where I then can be, you know, seen by people. And then I can talk about big issues like accessibility. So it's like, okay, I want to do these things because I freaking love it. And it's so fun. And I want to feel like, like empowered and successful and whilst having fun. But the ultimate goal is to then make some change, you know, to make a change in this world. I think that is really where it's, where it's, where I want to go with it all. That's wonderful. So what are some misconceptions or things you would like people to know about people who have your injury or your disability? Um, when people say, can you have sex? <laughs> That's like, the I saw that post. That was funny. Yeah. yeah. I get, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I quite like my response on that. It's like, I broke my neck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah. but, you know, some people, you know, just so unaware, perhaps I would have been, but I don't know. Um, people think that you can't have sex. You can, you can have children. It's the same with, you know, an able-bodied person, you know, not every able-bodied person can have a child. So a disabled person might not be able able to have a child or someone with my injury, I should say, not just disabled people. Um, But then another person might not be able to. So it all all depends. Um, I think there's a misconception that everyone has the same injury and everyone is just paralyzed and they can't walk, but there's so much more to it. And, you know, I can't move my hands properly. I can move my wrists, but my fingers, I can't move my fingers. So that's just more educational on the levels of injury. Um, there's, I mean, there's a million things, but it's like if some people, there's uh, with a spinal cord injury, you have complete injuries or incomplete injuries. Incomplete, their injury could be like they might be able to feel their whole body still, maybe half the body, like it can vary complete, like myself. Um, I'm paralyzed from the level of injury. So I can't feel below um, like my chest down, um, like properly, like normal. Uh, so it's all, it's, 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 a, it's so complex. And I think that's the thing as well. It's very complex. And, you know, one thing I would want to say is if you ever see someone who is disabled, wheelchair user, for example, then, and they're with someone and you need to ask a question or you want to ask them a question, 
ask a question or to speak to that person. Because there's often been times, I can remember years ago, even like on nights out, where like someone would want to buy me a drink and they would ask my friend. And I'd be like, if you want to buy me a drink, ask me. <laughs> like, it's like there's some kind of bubble of like protection or like, oh, I, I can't speak to her, ah, you know? And I, I think, I don't know if it's an unconfidence thing. Although I would say it felt different whenever I've been in America. I feel like people are more confident. Um, but in the UK, I feel like sometimes people are just a bit like scared to approach disabled people. It's quite strange. So just relaxed, everyone. Just relax about it. Calm down about it. Yeah. I'm not an alien. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that would be the most uh, peculiar situation of like someone asking your friend instead of asking you when you're right there. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I was even on the train a couple of days ago. I was going to, I was coming home from London and like this man was like, I think he was a bit drunk, but he was like sat near us and he went to my friend, what happened to her? And I was oh like, God. one, that's rude. Like, yeah. And two, I'm literally in the same area. Like, if you want to speak, speak to me. <laughs> it's so strange. Wow. Yeah. It's room for improvement, right? Like but respect and just like yeah. self-awareness. Yeah. And at the same time, like people's like medical history and medical situations or whatever's happened to them is no one else's business. If you literally have just bumped into someone like, what happened to you? Like, that isn't really anyone's business. I mean, once you talk to someone, obviously it's okay to like be intrigued, but, but you know, the first thing you ask someone is like a bit, a bit intense. <laughs> very intense. Very disappointing. Everyone do better, please. <laughs> if you don't know, please do better. So all of the positivity that you have brought into um, this world, you have turned into being a success and spiritual coach. So let's read the resume. Uh, certified life and success coach, time techniques and hypnosis practitioner, law of attraction coach, Reiki practitioner, mindfulness expert and intuitive. And it says, I am here to guide you, help turn any self-doubt into radical self-love. It's time to move past fear, achieve your goals, live your most lavish life. What an opening on your website. Big fan. So <laughs> let's kind of, you know, talk about your practice. Is there like one size fits all? Do people know what they want when they come to you? Do you kind of do consulting, talk to them a little bit and be like, okay, girl, you need some Reiki. You know, how does all of that work? Yeah. So it's been a bit different. So it depends because I have courses where there's been like groups of people, which I'm going to do another one soon, all about confidence, actually because I think that's super important right now. That feels like I just, things, you know, go to a different path all the time and that's where I'm going to go next. Um, so I had uh, another course called Warrior Women and I also had one called um, Lavish Phoenix. So the Warrior Women was simply for women with um, chronic illnesses or disabilities and to find, you know, some confidence, some self-love. It was mainly around self-love at that point. And to, with that, I would like every week would be kind of like a different topic and we'd like go through something and I would combine kind of, you know, spirituality and um, techniques that I've learned in my um, coaching kind of qualifications and combine the two and then intuitively go with it as well. So I would do a lot of EFT tapping with them, 
I would, you know, when it's a group, it's not like obviously one-on-one. So some people would share what they're going through. So it's like important to look at root causes of things before we kind of like just cut instead of covering it up. So it's good to figure out what someone's root cause of something is, because sometimes we think, oh, I'm really sad about this, but actually it's down to something else. So if I'm working one-on-one with someone, that's kind of what we do. I've kind of drifted off to the one-on-one, but um, so when we're one-on-one, we'll figure out like what the issue is. Some people might come to me just because they want a bit more confidence, for example, and we'll do like an intensive kind of four-week kind of program. And we have like Zoom calls and we just do all the things. Sometimes pull a few Oracle cards as well, if that's what they're interested in. Like, I don't want to push the spirituality on anyone, but like you can intuitively tell if someone enjoys that. Um, Then sometimes do some Reiki and then we discover things. But with it also, it's like to help people achieve their goals. So we look at like what their goals are. We start from the goal and then work back. Like, how can we get to that goal? Because it's possible. If you can see it in your mind, there's going to be a way. And we also have to look at, you know, like what resources we already have. So figuring out what we already have, how to get there. Um, and then, you know, shifting those limiting beliefs, shifting the things that are getting in the way and figuring out what is getting in our way is really important because we're putting too much energy into those other things for us to even get to that goal. So I kind of work in all these different ways. Sometimes it's kind of structured, which is a bit more of the groups, but with one-on-one, it kind of, we just flow. We I've got all the tools on my toolbox and we'll see what flies. And it's been so rewarding and I love it. And yeah, like I said, I'm going to be doing the uh, new group soon, which will be real fun. And yeah, because it'll be my first group this year. So that'd be awesome. Yeah. Like I said, starting 2023 off, very strong. (laughs) (laughs) Such a strong year. So what's your website? So people can find out more about your courses and your one-on-ones. Well, you can just look on me. You can just DM me on Instagram for one, if you wanted to. Um, But my website is jordanbone.co.uk. Um, so you can find out everything there. There's, there's a lot of information, but otherwise you can head over to my Instagram. I also have a YouTube, which I need to start again this year. So that's another goal is, uh, I've been on YouTube since like 2010. So a long, long time. And, um, I haven't been on for like six months or something because my camera's broke and that's the worst excuse ever. I need to find a new one. Um, so I'll be back on there and you can see more of me on there as well find out more yeah that's so exciting well that just sounds like such a great tool for women who are like really ready to optimize and live their best lives Mm -hmm. and leave it behind what no longer serves you yeah it's just a choice and we can you know make that decision today to make a shift you know even one small change to your day every single day is going to make a massive impact on your life one positive little change it could be even just saying some gratitude every morning. You can notice the change and the difference your life will be. It will be so different. Just little things. It makes, it's like, it. it's like when I had my accident as well, like you miss the little things. So just think if you miss the little things when, you know, you lose something, it's like with anything, we always miss little things of people, of our bodies, whatever. Just put a little thing into your life and it can even shift it. So, so if people were going to, is there like, one thing you could tell people like hey just do this like one small thing add this like one small thing to your routine is there like one favorite thing that you like to tell people 
Like, mm-hmm. just try this for a little while. I literally think gratitude. Um, medita- I, would, I would always say meditation because I feel like that is literally what turned my whole life around. But if people, you know, sometimes think, oh, I can't get into that yet. If maybe if you start with something like gratitude, it might then open your mind to want to do like meditation things. So for example, in the morning, me and my friend, we voice note each other gratitude every single morning before we do anything else. So you can even journal it or voice note to a friend because it's quite fun to voice note to a friend because you can say all the things that you're grateful for. We also add in um, things that we want to manifest. So, but we'll talk as if it's already happened. We'll be like, I'm so grateful for this. And then just speak it out loud. And it just gets you in like an excited mood in the morning. So you're like ready to start the day. So, you know, we can take things for granted. And I think by practicing gratitude, which is something so simple and so accessible for everyone to do, is that we can be so grateful just for the fact that we have a roof over our heads because so many people don't. Like we have technology, but we take all these things for granted. And they're the things that we would really miss if we didn't have them. So looking at those little things and then being being grateful for the massive, amazing things too. Absolutely. That is a wonderful thing to incorporate into your everyday gratitude. I love that so much. Like the fact that we have like clean running water, mm-hmm. the fact that it's very cold outside and I'm warm right now. Like that is so huge. Exactly. It's awesome. It's important things, yeah. Well, is there anything else you wanted to talk about or tell people about you? Um, well, there, I also have a book. Hey, there you go. Yeah. So I had a book published back in 2017. So it's quite old now, but it's like my biography up until that point. So I definitely need to write another book. And I also want to write a poetry book at some point in my life. Um, but yeah, so if anyone wants to know more about my story, like more in depth, then you can find it. It's called My Beautiful Struggle. And um, yeah, I'm quite proud that that happened. So I need to do another one at some point. <laughs> That's awesome. I definitely want to read that. Um, just coming across you, I was so excited to find you. Just your zest for life is Aww. very fun. And watching you like in your element is very fun. So I would love to know more about your story. Thank you so much. This podcast is produced by me, edited by Taylor Anderson. If you want to support the show, share it with a friend or rate and review on iTunes. It helps so much with the growth of the show. It really does. You can follow me on Instagram at scandalsofficial. And if you're interested in being a podcast sponsor or have any feedback for the show, you can email me directly at press at scandalsofficial.com.